Yo, the Game of Thrones finale was crazy. My favorite part was, when Jamie Lannister flew the Millennium Falcon into Thanos' ass and expanded it. Fucking sick. You're listening to episode 41 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can donate to this podcast on Anchor. And if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Tell them it's better than all of Season 8 of Game of Thrones. Speaking of Game of Thrones, remember in the finale, when Jamie Lannister rode into King's Landing, saw Dumbledore hanging off a cliff, whispered, Long live the king into his ear, and threw him down to be trampled by antelope. Fucking crazy, man. Anyway, enjoy this week's episode. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Have you seen that video? No. It's the full, um, it's the full Game of Thrones theme song, but with some guy just saying Peter Dinklage the whole time. His name is the first one to, to appear in the credits of the, uh. The last season, right? No, for actually the entire season. Really? If you guys, if you notice, for the the first season, uh, Sean Bean is yeah. given uh, top billing. Yeah. And we all know what happens to him. Yeah. Uh, after that, it's a uh, Peter Dinklage that gets the the top billing, and for the rest of the series. Yeah, that was a big thing because Sean Bean, he was like the, he was the biggest name in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He was the main character. Yeah, he was the main yeah, character in one. like. Oh shit! You know what? Can you hold my mic for just? A I second? will not hold shit. I'm holding two mics right here. Victor over there is. Are you slow cooking some some meats and some beans? Chile. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, I uh, I had it on high, and then now I need to put it on low. That looks delicious. Um, thank you. No problem. This is an it's an adventure. I'm it's Daniel. It's an adventure. I'm Victor. I. Uh, I think this is an easy one easy for one, me because yeah. we're just kind of talking about things that we've seen. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones ended. The phenomenon. Now, can you ended. not spoil it? Because I just started the first book. Yeah. And then I plan on watching the TV show. <laughs> are those long books? How Actually, long are they? Um, I have it in my bedroom, one of the bedrooms. Because my parents just bought the books thinking they were DVDs. Oh. <laughs> they were like 30 bucks. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we wanted to watch it. So I guess we'll return. I'm like, I'll give you 30 bucks and I'll have the books. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hear they're good books. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The, the um, first one came out in the 19, 1990, right? He takes his sweet ass time ass writing time. those books. Yeah. Um, uh, why don't you talk about what Game of Thrones is about for while I look Game of up. Thrones is about, it's like a fantasy uh, tale story about uh, uh, these houses in this land called Westeros. They're all trying to vie for the Iron Throne. And that's basically like the, uh, they're all trying to be king and queen and shit. And they they fight amongst each other. And there's, there's, there's different houses. There are the Starks. There are the Lannisters. There's the Baratheons. And then there's the Targaryens. And so the characters within the show all exist within those houses or are part of those houses. And they, uh, throughout the show, they like switch allegiances and alliances. They, there's a lot of murder. There's a lot of uh, uh, like uh, 
It's it, fan, fantasy political it's intrigue. Fantasy political intrigue. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of like you. There's a lot of battles. They there's a lot of war and there's a lot of like um, politics. Yeah. Like people over at where the king, the monarch resides, is called King's Landing, and you have a bunch of people there. Uh, going behind each other's backs doing like these uh these secret ploys and yeah. these secret schemes and shit trying to make sure that they their agenda is uh fulfilled. Yeah, so in the book series A Song of F- Ice and Fire by George R. R. Martin, the first book which was called Game of Thrones was released in 1996. Yes. With the latest book uh Dance with Dragons was released in 2011. So it's been a while. And 2011 was the same year that the first season of Game of Thrones was released. And everyone was expecting him to at least finish the series while the show was on and the that air. Didn't happen. And it never yeah, happened. Yeah, he has from what he said he has like enough in him for to five more for books. five more se- seasons. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, and they all melted that down. They all melted that down. Really half a season, wasn't it? Yeah, the seventh season was seven episodes, or eight episodes, and I think the eighth season was an episode less. So it it was either seven, it was either six episodes or seven episodes. And without spoiling anything, are you going to watch the the show? I mean, yeah, eventually, but I, I know what happened. Well, because oh, is it spoiled for you? Is everything spoiled for you? Um, not like everything, everything, but the big, the biggies are. Because here's the thing, I watched the first couple seasons. Yeah. After I watched like season five, because my friends they wanted to hang out and they're like, "Oh, we love Game of Thrones," so I just watched it with them. People had. I would always hear about these Game of Thrones parties. I actually went to a, a theater. I'm not gonna name it. But um, I went. I went to go see uh, Michelle Wolf. Well, I, it doesn't fucking matter. You but can name the thing because yeah, it's, it's, it's in L. A. It is in L. A. But <laughs> they're not gonna what, bomb it or anything. They're not gonna bomb it or anything. But it, what they would do is on uh, whenever Game of Thrones was on. Yeah. They would do something cool and they would stream it in the theater for free. Oh, that's cool. And they like they were very careful to be like, oh, that dragon show. We're gonna stream that dragon show oh, after the show. Funny. So if you guys want to stick around and watch the finale, that's you funny. totally can. And it seems that they were doing that for like weeks. And so, like, I don't want to, like, bust them. I don't want HBO to come down on them. Oh, and, that's like, right. That's right. That's but I don't right. think they will. Nobody listens to this shit anyway. It's the Dynasty <laughs> uh, typewriter, the Hayworth Theater in L.A. That that's they I, In other places, too, I think they stream it. They just yeah. don't say, like, oh, we're streaming Game of Thrones. It's just more of, like, an inside thing that people would do yeah, when my, the show was on. But my friends, they, they would hang out, and I'd want to hang out, so I would just watch it with them. Like, yeah. the, I watched the first episode of the last season. We had, like, Game of Thrones cocktails and everything. Um, so, oh, what was I saying? Oh, no, because I was producing a radio show. Yeah. Like, the day of the finale, and my host was, like, watching it. It's like, oh, I'm like, after I came back into the studio. Yeah. Like, what happened? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so-and-so just stabbed the fuck out of so-and-so. Ah. Uh, and I'm like, but everything. That's the entire climax. Yeah, but it's, like, everything that my friends had talked about. That's what it was leading up to, so I wasn't really surprised because, yeah. like, that makes that only makes sense with the Game of Thrones finale. Everything made sense. Everything that happened, wherever, where all the characters ended up, it all made sense. Those two seasons just needed more episodes. I think they shot themselves in the foot with having shortened seasons and longer episodes. Season seven and season eight should have been full length. 
10 episode seasons that way you would have been able to to get rid of certain storylines like season 7 could have been about just one major storyline yeah. and then season 8 could have been about the other major storyline and then they would have been able to make it work I feel yeah I saw a breakdown um of what it should have been yeah. like vague should we, I'll no. just put a spoiler warning spoiler warning yeah. starting right now if you don't want to be spoiled uh regarding you don't want game of thrones spoilers uh tune in later into the podcast we will i uh, we'll, can you like book can you put the uh yeah. time codes it's at 7:40 7 minutes and 40 seconds talking about game of thrones <laughs> spoilers starting right now do not get spoiled and starting that's mo- talking now that's more of a note for you yeah. because then you could, can you put this timestamps in the description for sure uh yeah no someone just and this is a vague one someone should put what season eight was this season eight season eight yeah this should have been season eight should have been the battle against the white walkers season nine should have been the battle against Cersei. yeah and then season 10 should have been the battle uh for the iron throne i think they could have done um I don't even think they needed three seasons. I think they could have worked with season seven, season eight, add, make season seven, ten episodes, and season eight, ten episodes, have the entire season seven be about the long night. Because how many episodes were there? Like There was, I think, only seven in, uh, seven in season seven and then six in season eight. So add what? Add three five, more episodes th- to season seven. Right, but then we're adding like, and then we're adding four more episodes to season eight. So we're adding seven full episodes. Seven full episodes. So it's only, like that's another season. That's another basically. a little yeah yeah. It, it would be like one of the their shortened seasons that they had there. Yeah, but have season seven add three more episodes to season seven. Have that culminate with the the long night, which is basically the third episode of season eight, and yeah. then have season eight just be about how Daenerys is just sort of losing it. And ends up becoming uh, excuse me, yeah, uh, basically what she becomes. The Mad at Queen, the end. yeah, the Mad is what Queen. She like that's what this entire yeah. thing was leading up to, and everything about it made sense. Like her ultimately becoming the villain at the yeah. end made sense because when she was doing all of her things in Essos and yeah. Slavers Bay, yeah, she was liberating liberating slaves, but then she was also killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, because I and I, showing at nobody any mercy. I heard all of the beats that they had made sense for, especially for her character. Yeah, but it came at such an awkward time where it, it didn't make sense. It for seemed the very rushed <laughs> and well, abrupt. D and D was it David Benioff and D B Weiss? Yeah, I think is the their names? Yeah. Um, they said they're burned out and they just don't want to do the show anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I thought that's, I think that's what happened. Gotcha. Um, so they didn't even want to do full seasons. No. So like, instead of handing it off to another showrunner, which they could have done. Yeah. Like there, there was a writer who was really passionate about the show that they could have given it to. Yeah. They're like, no, we're just going to finish this and then start working on like a star Wars. Yeah. Thing. They're doing the new star Wars. Yeah. And that, that's, they needed it for them. They needed to, clean everything up yeah to uh <laughs> to go off and do star wars i even think they could have pulled it off too in the uh with the seasons that they were given because it, it makes sense it makes sense to have the long night they had the long night 
had what is the, the long night the long night that's that's the name of the uh the the third episode of season eight that's basically where they the, is that the, the battle of winterfell yeah the battle of winterfell <laughs> that's, that's the one that's so dark that nobody they had could to see hide i couldn't the... watch shit on my tv yeah i had a friend who put it on his like editing computer yeah which is meant to for everything to be able to be seen yeah i fucking i swear to fucking christ <laughs> i swear to fucking christ <laughs> You're going to murder these people on the phone? Give me a sec. Hang on. They're probably calling because we know we're spoiling Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you fuckers. Uh, can, is it bothering you? Is it? Can you hear it on the mic? Um, that way, yeah. Okay, then let's just fuck them. I don't need them. Fuck them. Um, yeah. No, I, I think... Yeah, no. Uh, I feel like season seven should have ended with the Battle of Winterfell. Add three more episodes... Make the oh, yeah. season ten episodes and end that season with the Battle of Winterfell, and just have a full episode, a full episode of that, yeah. And then season eight, add four more episodes to that, and then make that a full season. I talk to people who like, well, because the the show I produce, yeah. is like military stuff, and he's like, these people who like did the Battle of Winterfell are fucking retarded, <laughs> like. Because you use your artillery once, and then you put it at the front of the battle. Yeah. And then never again. And then you just push everyone outside so that if the people ever break the castle walls, yeah. everyone is just dead inside. <laughs> yeah. Is that like is that how that... Or could you even tell what was what, happening? What, what happened... It, it kind of didn't... Thinking back, it, that battle didn't make sense. Well... <laughs> They had the the Dothraki warriors, right? Yeah, I heard they had all them, of them got killed. I, well, it seems like a good majority of them, at least half of them, got killed <laughs> because there were a bunch during the the siege of King's Landing. Um, but the Dothrakis they went out in their horses to fight the 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 zombies and shit, the whites. Yeah. And um, as they were doing that, they were throwing their their artillery, which are basically their burning. Uh, ball bombs or whatever Fire. Yeah. while the Dothraki were going out there and I'm all like aren't you going to hit your own guys <laughs> <laughs> but no I guess they didn't and um, well, yeah after that that's when the the, the 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 dead came and then everyone was just the unsullied were there and a bunch of northerners were there and they were just trying to get them to not breach the walls I heard um, like I heard like a bunch of Dothraki got killed. Yeah. And like four came back. Four came and back. And someone's like, good thing we still have half the <laughs> army. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it makes sense. Uh, honestly, with, with some, there's a lot of people that said like, this doesn't make sense. But if you really look at it, it kind of does. Because you can give those half-assed excuses like, oh, people thought, Everyone, all the Dothraki died during the Battle of Winterfell, but then people can say, like, oh, that was probably half of their forces, and they were saving their forces for later, you, and that's why there's a shit ton of Dothraki over at King's Landing for the final episode. Here's the thing. I, I haven't seen this, like, yeah. I haven't seen this, but from what I heard, they probably, instead of giving a half-assed excuse, give a half-assed Hey, half of you stay within the castle yeah. walls and defend, like and the other half can go fight. As it, opposed it, to just, it could have been <laughs> like with uh, with Daenerys and John on on like one of like the 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 Winterfell fucking <laughs> barricades or something, being like, "Where are the other Dothraki?" Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, the half of them are they're are, they're in they're, they're, they're in the castle. They're defending they're the women defending, and children. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like when uh, when I was in high school, we had uh, social studies and shit, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we. <laughs> 
<laughs> the group, we had a video thing, a video essay that we were supposed to do and we we're supposed to act out this battle or whatever, like this event. Yeah. I think we did Iwo Jima or something. And yeah. um, one of the groups did Gettysburg. And at the end of it, like the soldiers that were still standing are like, yay, the Confederacy <laughs> won. <laughs> and my professor's like, you can't. <laughs> like, did you not? At least Wikipedia. Yeah. So he had them go back. Instead of failing them, they had them go back and like recut it. Yeah. And instead of recutting it, they just edited it in. Yay, the uh, North. The North one. One. The Union one. Yeah, the Union one. (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid. But that's from what everything I've heard. Yeah. Is that kind of how you. Yeah. It's like with. um. With Daenerys going crazy and just uh, burning down King's Landing, people can say like, "Oh, that's they." With that, the penultimate episode with the bells, they could have in that scene where she snaps, they could have done more to to make that snap more apparent and not seem so out of character. I've heard, yeah, I've heard. I didn't believe it. I I believe it, but I didn't believe it at the moment. Sure, you can I accept see, it now. You can see that it would work, but yeah. just not how they made it work. Yeah. Because um, she could hear the bells and shit, and it just... It's like, Whoa. Yeah, and it did seem like, yeah, it's it's done, yay! Maybe they'll do a remix of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like like, yeah, like in Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, um... There's two ways of writing a story, and this is how kind of people... Um, I've been talking about George R. R. Martin is the the gardener, yeah, where he just makes characters and story and uh, the land and everything, yeah, and then just sees where these characters would go, yeah, and that's why it takes him forever, and that's why these books are long and yeah. impossible to film because he said this: "I want to make a book series that's impossible to film," yeah, as opposed to the architect who builds where the story, where they want the story to yeah. go. And then force their characters to go along these ways. Yeah. And so you had a series that was originally built by a gardener. Yeah. And these characters were just going all over the place as opposed... And then halfway through, the architect came in. Yeah. And they forced these characters to go along, you know? Well, at least everybody that... I mean, can is it fair to assume that that's how the series is going to end? How the show ended? With, uh, uh, that the series, the series, with the book series. I feel like the series is gonna end differently on that path. I think George R. R. Martin gave broad strokes of what's gonna happen. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, we got, <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got six episodes. <laughs> Let's do this." Um, but and I feel even though with like they try to explain it in this in this series, like where the the. Daenerys's army and the the northern troops become depleted because they were fighting the White Walkers, and then Cersei is the, the ever opportunistic one, like, oh, uh, that's what we'll we'll strike and shit, and they're weak sure. now. Yeah, and so that made sense. It all just it all made sense, but it just didn't feel right when you have like six seasons of like solid and thorough, really. Th- thorough character development yeah to see that all just sort of go the wayside it, it was jarring but it, it made sense it's and then again like i i can't you got to respect the gangster with like the writers 
It's like they did a really good job and production writing and making sure it all gets onto the fucking screen the way that you want it is hard as fuck. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's one of the hardest things ever. Well, not ever, just hard in general. And I th- I don't think it's fair that people are all like, fuck them. Uh. It's like, dude, they ended it the way it, it had to end anyway. How else was it? The shit, the show needed to end. It wasn't going to go on forever. They did their best. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's still, it's still the greatest, one of the greatest TV shows ever. I think it'll go down in the Hall of Fame or whatever. It will, these two seasons, especially these last two episodes, will not mar uh, the Game of Thrones legacy. I think it's, it's not like a Dexter. Yeah. It's not like a Dexter that completely undid everything, I feel. From what I've heard, and again, I'm talking about shit that I just have yeah. consumed, but. I do think this is going to be one of the most disappointing finales because everyone's just talking about how disappointed they were. Yeah. Except like one person that I've talked to. Yeah. Um, I the, I think too. I'm more forgiving because my favorite TV show is Lost, and <laughs> we all know how that. Shit oh ended. yeah. So. Well, and I think someone people have been talking about the D and D the writers they're really good at taking a show that was supposed to, a series that was supposed to be unfilmable yeah. and then choosing what was appropriate to put on camera. Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes, you yeah. Know? Very talented guys, those two. Those two. The, um, but then the problem came, because I started seeing this, pro- I saw all of last season. Yeah. Where shit, there's plot armor will save a character more than real armor yeah. ever would. Yeah. And there are several times I saw in season seven where a character would be dead or a character actively chose not to kill someone because the person they were going to kill needed to survive yeah. because they were a cool character. Yeah, they were and a fan favorite. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to season one where like the main character gets killed off at the end of the season. Braun should have died 10 times throughout the entire Jamie series. should have died twice. He should have in one episode. Yeah. Last season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh we'll just see. It, it, it I think the manga's going to be better than the the real thing. Well, there's there's a specific line that Tyrion says in there. Because the the way that the after John kills da- Daenerys, um, in order to broker peace between the the remaining houses of Westeros and the Unsullied, who basically have King's Landing hostage, yeah, and Jon Snow hostage, they uh they decide to send him to fucking Castle Black, yeah, and be a part of the Night's Watch again, yeah. <laughs> and uh. Tyrion's the guy that that helps broker the the deal, and he's in the cell talking to John, and Tyrion's explaining everything that's happening, and John's all like, "That's fucking bullshit! <laughs> like, what the fuck? This this is horrible! Like, I don't feel good about this." And Tyrion's all like, "I don't feel good about this either, but talk to me again in ten years." <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I actually know, saw that. Yeah, that's like a, a whole. That's you can tell that's the writers, basically also referencing the finale. Yeah, and in the end, like they. When it comes to like political intrigue and making compromises on such a big scale to please certain groups of people, you're not going to please everybody. And nobody was was pleased with like the 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 deal that the characters in the show um, came up with. And I feel that is 
is a reference also to the finale itself and how everyone just fucking either hates it, loves it, but I think everybody right now has accepted it. And when it comes to shit like that, you may not like it. You may not like that Jon Snow is going back to Castle Black and doing all that, but in order for things to work, in order for there to be peace, you have to accept it. You said everyone accepts it. Let me turn you to this change.org <laughs> petition. We're 500,000. Forcing people, like asking HBO to like. There are so many more important things out there that, that need their, that need attention like that. Well, remember when fucking uh, DMC, that new uh, Devil May Cry game yeah, came out? The, the one before the new then one. Then the latest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the one before it. Uh, there was like two million <laughs> change.org people Fuck, asking President Obama to remove the game from shelves. Wow, um, that's I don't know, man. It's, it's again like five hundred thousand. Is is it five hundred thousand? I don't. Uh, I'll check right now. Like all those people, you have to realize making a show is hard, man. It's hard. It's that thing. I I would. They tried their best. Um, I would cut people slack but then i remember fucking the uh <laughs> remake game of thrones comp uh with competent writers uh we the are competent, you those are probably the best two living screenwriters in the world right now i know the the two episodes sucked but those guys are the top of the fucking food chain right now we're at one million four hundred seventy six thousand 618 counting. Wow, all those people need to get a fucking 19 life. counting. People are... I'll sign it right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, display my name in the comment section. There we go. There we go. Cool. Um, no, I'm not going to chip in $3. Fuck you. And then we don't, we don't know. We don't really know what went down with, with HBO and the writers. Like, there are certain things that writers plan out for shows that just don't happen for multiple reasons, for, for fucking budgetary reasons or, or actors or whatever. They just drop out. Lost, the way that the writers of Lost wanted to end the show was <laughs> they wanted to have a volcano. They yeah. wanted to have a scene where a volcano was erupting, tearing apart the island, but they blew their budget early in the season, so they couldn't have that happen. My so they had to like shift uh, storylines and shit. There was a I don't know if you've seen Lost, but there's a character named Mister Echo, yeah, who was uh, heavily featured in the second and third seasons, and he was going to be a really important character throughout the season. But the the actor who played him hated living in Hawaii, mm-hmm. so he asked the writers to kill his character off. And so they killed his character off, and then they had to to I guess shift certain aspects of his character, certain storylines to other characters as well. You, it's just, just things go wrong. They, they spent a good eight years making that show, and there's just certain factors that you can't account for. And then, uh, I don't know what I was going to yeah, say. I was, I was going to say something. But then you forgot. Yeah. It must, well, it must have been a lie. It was po- going to be pretty dumb. <laughs> Whatever it was going to be, it was going to be pretty <laughs> stupid. The, um, yeah, well, I I haven't finished a lot of TV shows. Like, I just finished Arrested Development, kind of, yeah. season three. The OG season. OG season. Yeah, yeah original storyline. I'm in the DLC the part DLC. of it now. <laughs> but um, I just remember uh, no one really complains about Breaking Bad. No. Way, like, that pleased for the mo- People, I think, recognize... 
that last episode isn't the most solid episode. Yeah. But it's doing cleanup from the previous two episodes. Yeah. And Ozymandias, which is like the third to last episode, is the best episode of the series. I've seen great series finales. Yeah. I, I've, the Breaking Bad series finale was really good. Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, where they all go to jail. <laughs> Everyone hated that shit. That's a that's another controversial finale. The Mad Men uh, series finale was really good too. People were like, I think that's become legendary, but people yeah. were a little. I don't is upset the phrase for it. I guess a little. I think they were more upset because the if the finale, <laughs> it it just alludes to the fact that Don Draper has not changed. Yeah, because it ends with him at some sort of hippie retreat. Oh shit! Sorry, you were talking Mad Men. I thought Sopranos for some reason. No, the Sopranos was another series finale where everyone hated it, but give it ten years, everyone has said. I think right now people are okay. People with are it. like it's the yeah. best, one of the best ones, and it really is. If you look at it, it's all in the filmmaking, it's all in the editing, it's all in the choice of shots, it's all in the the music too. The yeah. where it's don't stop. It, it it allows you. It doesn't give a clear. Uh, conclusion, but it gives you context clues. Yeah, it lets you come up with the right conclusion, even though it doesn't really outright state what happened to him. Right, and I I do think one, I'll say this. I, oh, fuck, I never watched The Sopranos. How was how were the seasons leading up to that last? They were all great, dude. Yeah, because The Sopranos is is a fucking amazing show. Everyone should watch it. I watched it and I. Knowing, because it, it, I think it's the W, the Writers Guild of America listed as the greatest show, written yeah. show ever. Yeah. And then right below it is Seinfeld. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it was so cool watching that show and being like, huh, so this is what the greatest looks like. Yeah. This is what the best of the best, this is what the best TV show looks like. So if anybody wants to do screenwriting or anything or wants to tell stories, like uh, movies or TV shows, you guys should definitely watch The Sopranos. It will. It's a. It's an education. That's yeah, what I'll say. Yeah, I've never had. I. I'm so behind. I'm actually gonna start watching Game of Thrones in June. Yeah. Um. In June? Why June? Uh. uh just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but why? no, why June? No, I don't want to talk about it. No, I now just you gotta talk about it. No, um, just because I have a friend that we're gonna watch it like together. Gotcha. And like. Because otherwise, I'm, not, I'm flat out not going to finish it. Who's the friend? I'm just... <laughs> cut this part out. I'm going to cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All <But>. right. And see. <laughs> no, but it's... Because um, otherwise, I, I won't finish it. It's yeah. fucking... I try... I, I really... I watched the first two seasons, and I really liked it. It's just... I need to pay attention to it. Yeah. There's, there's not a main story. Nope. Most TV shows have a main story, and then, oh, here's Marge and Lisa buying a doorbell. Yeah. But Game of Thrones, every every story is just as important as the other one. Yeah. Um, Do you hear the the actors talking shit on Game of Thrones? I, I know. Best I, I, season ever. That's what they said? I, I, I don't watch any videos of them reacting to it because I didn't want to be spoiled. Yeah. But uh, I've seen a lot of like compilation videos on YouTube where I'm like, oh, here are the actors being disappointed by season eight. Yeah. Oh, have you watched? Have you watched them I or no? I watched them though. Yeah. Uh, fuck Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys Targaryen, 
she's on the red carpet. Yeah. Like, are you excited? What's the end of the season like? Or how great is the final season? And they put the mic to her and she goes, best season ever. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, what happens in the season? Best season <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, fucking Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Uh, who plays uh, Tyrion. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, how excited are you? It's like uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, they're the best in the industry. You guys are in for it. <laughs> 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 they, uh, I, I think uh, Amelia Clark has shared some thoughts on the finale and her character yeah. and what she wanted to see. And she said she wanted to see more scenes with, uh, I guess, Daenerys' inner circle. Like she wanted to see more scenes with Missande and her interacting with more people and have have her turn be more justified, and that's that's fair. I saw, I saw in one of the compilations, yeah. Peter Dinklage. It looked like a behind the scenes thing, like that HBO release. Yeah, but they were talking about the episode, and what, was there a part where everyone was in the crypt while like? Yeah, well that that was in the uh, the Battle of Winterfell. Battle of Winterfell. The uh, there's a scene. That uh, so the Night King spoilers the Night King makes it to Winterfell. Yeah, he makes yes, it inside, yeah. and then as he's about to enter, he turns around. It's pretty badass. He turns around because he's fighting John, or yeah. John's out in the battlefield, and there's a bunch of bodies around him. It's a Dothraki and the Northerners, and he does the same thing he did at Hardhome, where he goes, yeah, and just yeah. brings them all back, and he brings back the dead bodies in the crypt, and yeah. that's where they have all the women and children, yeah, until they all die. <laughs> the um. Fucking, oh, fucking Peter Dinklage. It looked like a behind the scenes thing. Yeah. It's like, we're fighting zombies that come back to life and we put women and children in there. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. <laughs> and did that happen? That in happened, the sh- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the Night King brought them all back. Um, fucking Kit Harrington is like been pissed. Has he? Yeah, yeah. He said that from again I, i'm looking at the uh the interviews that people are doing yeah like the after the hbo thing and stuff he's saying he hated like what they did with his character oh wow yeah yeah because he was kind of a little bitch yeah they said he because did he kill the night king he or was no it, someone else? it was yeah. Arya stark yeah because carrington's like it made sense for me to kill the night king oh. my character and like thematically it does from the two and a half seasons and then the couple seasons I saw after that, it was leading up to that. Yeah. No, I feel like it made, I was cool with Arya Stark doing it because they were, they were foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, her killing the night King. Cause back then, uh, when she met with the red woman, yeah. Melisandre, Melisandre's like, Oh, you have brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes. You're going to shut many eyes forever. So it was already like established, like in season five, like yeah. somewhat people can link that, like oh, Arya Stark's the one that's supposed to kill the Night King. I feel that John killing Daenerys is an even better outcome for his character. Just the yeah. way that it happened was just is sucky because again they they rushed the season. Yeah. Uh, if they would have had a, a full season eight and have just season eight about people. Uh, dealing with Daenerys, yeah. and then have that whole season have John be like, "Oh, I love her," but you know she's she's going crazy and she's getting crazier and crazier, and have season eight end with him like shanking her. Yeah, that would have been a better, a cooler moment for John than killing the Night King. The season opener, she seemed pretty okay. Yeah, she seemed pretty like normal. 
But if you if you look back in this in the season too, it's like her her choice of words is is also revealing too. Because whenever she would talk, oh, when she was over in Esso Essos conquering these slave cities, like when when Jora, there's a scene where where Jora the the Andal, her her knight, yeah, that's a, been with her throughout the entire series. He gets grayscale, yeah. which is basically like leprosy, yeah, that turns you into like yeah, yeah, I saw. That. And he uh, he tells her like, oh, like I can't, I'm I'm done. Uh, she tells him like, as your queen, I command you to find a cure and to return to me. And it was a very like like heartwarming moment yeah. where it's all like, oh yeah, like he's she's she's not giving up on him. But then if you look at the end of the series where she goes crazy and she's giving everybody commands. You look back at that scene and you're all like, oh shit, she just like commanded to cure him and he did it. Like, of course I would like make her seem that she's like a god. And, yeah, that's and true. Everyone, so everyone back then was like okay with her being this sort of like a little dictator that just would just go around and be like, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And they'd be like, yes, Khaleesi, mother of dragons, of course, of course, of course. Little dictator. Little she's dictator. So much fun. Um, yeah, but again, those kinds of character changing moments need time they need time and they you know how much time they need they need seven more episodes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah so i was talking out of my ass there so if you like disagree with me you're like that's fine i guess whatever uh disagree they everyone disagrees with you all the time <laughs> john wick chapter three is good that's good <laughs> have you seen it i Parabellum. saw it, yeah, yeah. They, they immediately announced uh john wick four yeah, yeah. Week after. I also heard there's going to be like a TV series too. Is there? Like based on the Continental. Oh, shit. Yeah. And oh, then like cool. a ballerina. So Kanye. Uh, Kanye. Kanye West. Kanye Reeves. Keanu Reeves isn't, isn't going to be in the TV show, I imagine. Uh, I heard because I heard it's about the Continental yeah. before the events of John Wick. Yeah. Gotcha. And John Wick will make an appearance. But no, I, he's not going to be the main character. Yeah. It's going to be like a younger Winston or something. They got a they got a hit with John Wick, man. That gun foo is good. Yeah. They had a have you seen it? Or uh, chapter three? Chapter Parabellum? Three, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw it on like that Thursday. I I saw it that uh Saturday. That scene with the knives where they're just Oh, that's a great glass, scene. Psh, psh, and then like the guy's on the floor yeah. and he's just chucking knives at him. <laughs> that that shit was hilarious. My what was your theater? because my theater, it was like watching a horror movie opening night at midnight. Because everyone was cheering after every death. Yeah, in my theater, everyone was laughing after every death. Yeah, well, because it's funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. I was talking... By the way, this is my end game. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this the is one what I, you cared about. This actually was the one... I li- I really liked Endgame. Yeah. But I might like John with Chapter 3 <laughs> a bit more. Well, because Endgame will have... They know... The Russo brothers know Russo, whatever. Yeah. They know how to tell verbal jokes... In the middle of the action, yeah, the people who don't do John Wick know how to um, do physical comedy, yeah, as action. And like Captain America would never like kick a guy in the balls, yeah. But if you, a normal person, were trying to kill, like actually kill another living being, yeah, and not get killed, that's one of the things that you do, yeah. And that happens a lot. A lot yeah. of people got shot in the balls. A lot of people. A lot of people got bit in the balls by yeah. dogs. But it's it's funny because like these characters aren't Iron Man or Spider-Man where they're quipping and everything. Yeah. There's not a lot of dialogue. But you see people just go for it. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. 
I feel though with this movie, like the first two movies, I haven't even seen the first movie. I saw the second movie yeah. and I liked it. I think of the some of the fight scenes though. I think now they're just trying to make John Wick movies because people like John Wick and it's a it's a profitable franchise. Like it, it, it dethroned Endgame. It made fifty seven million and yeah. it, it 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 was number one. And so that's why people were all like, Yeah, let's jump on the John Wick thing. I just Yeah, but John Wick was like or Endgame was on its way out. It was on its way out. But I feel like they I hope I hope they keep making John Wick movies and they don't dilute the franchise. Yeah. And like the the, the character because it, it's fun. It's it's almost like violence for the sake of violence. Yeah, I don't think it could dilute. But then again, can you dilute that? Because there's no character. No, it's just him. He, he all he does when he goes up to people is like, "Thank yeah. you." Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, <laughs> John Wick, are you willing to sacrifice your soul to the devil in order to stay alive? And but you're gonna murder a lot of people. I will. Or. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, even I will. It's yeah. He doesn't even talk like a regular person. I think like his, he's. The, it's the, almost like a Batman. Thing. Yeah, he has like a voice. Yeah, and yeah. it's always. It seems like it's everything that <laughs> comes out of him <laughs> is stammered, and very intense. Is like I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I, I remember the most dialogue he was given in chapter two was like. He's not a good actor. No. I think he has really good screen presence. And since doing the John Wick movies, he's he can run these courses. Yeah. Which is why the action scenes are so good. Yeah. But in chapter two, he really is like, I'm going to kill all of you. The women, the children, yeah. the dog. I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> chapter two had the uh, Ruby Rose with the sign language too, right? Yeah, that was a good one. I remember that one scene when he kills her. Spoilers, he kills her. John Wick kills everybody. John Wick really... Spoilers. If you're in his way, you're going to die. You're going to die. And uh, he was like, she was she was sitting back, right, and dying. And then she was doing her sign language thing, talking to him. And then she's all like, bye. And then John Wick, as he's about to leave, goes... Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite scene in the whole movie. I remember chapter two ends like all the assassins are after him. And it's like just the city of New York is staring, at, staring at him. Like a baby cocks his gun yeah. ready to kill John <laughs> Wick. <laughs> and then he runs like an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he runs like, like this. Uh, uh. It's like, like you know how Tobias walks. Yeah. In, uh, rest. That's how. That's he how you run. run. That, that's how he ran in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, like, like I, I say, like I'm worried that they're gonna dilute the franchise. But the franchise is basically Keanu Reeves killing everybody in the most brutal, hilarious ways ever. So I don't. It's a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It is. Yeah. In the sense that you don't go for there's no character development. I, there's a little bit just that. Oh, he cares about certain people yeah. and also does not care about most people yeah but as long as it's him killing people like with that book there's a really good book death yeah in this movie as long as they have gimmicky kills like that and good people will go well see shot it. action sequences not only will people go see it but they will continue to be good movies yeah true uh, that true that and then you, you learn more about john wick you learn that he's an orphan yeah and his name is not john wick <gasps> What's what's his name again? Should we spoil it? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It's like George Jordani or something. He's always just oh yeah yeah. But it's still Wick, isn't it? It's, I guess because it was like Jordanian Wick or something. Yeah yeah. 
it really doesn't. The fucking dialogue. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You just wait for him to kill people. Yeah. Again, it's like watching a horror movie just yeah. with action. Or like those um, those action movies that they made in the eighties. Like they made like ten fucking I forget. It's like they would have Stallone or something or Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. I think it's like it's a reference to that or like an homage to that too. Because yeah. people would just watch those for the action. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I, I watched one more thing that's like a little bit relevant. Yeah. The this might get political. You watch that that Ben Shapiro. Oh no! I've, I've heard people talking about it, but you, you were talking about it. BBC. Yeah, you were talking about it on Monday. I haven't yeah. seen the clip though. Oh, there's well, he walks out of the interview. Oh shit! And <laughs> I thought it was funny. Someone put a meme where it's like Ben Shapiro destroys BBC's <laughs> schedule by leaving interview early (laughs) (laughs) he destroys his schedule i can i feel like that's i'm i'm gonna get political but not in the sense that i'm making a statement wait a minute hold on a sec (laughs) are you gonna are you gonna reveal yourself for the cuck that you are yeah dude i love ben shapiro (laughs) hey can the rec room book ben shapiro we're gonna book him yeah we booked jake the snake roberts we can book ben shapiro all right folks like just wait till marriage yeah. All right, that's when I did it. Folks. No, you're, it's not a good Ben Shapiro. Impression. Yeah, it's not. It's a bad you don't one. have your yarmulke. You need your yarmulke. He doesn't even wear one. Yeah, he does. He wears a yarmulke sometimes. Yes, sometimes, not all the time. Well, that's not what he's known for. I like, like the Ben Shapiro impressions that come with yarmulkes. <laughs> I'm sorry. The um, no, I'm not gonna get in the sense that I'm making a statement. Just like yeah, I'm not gonna be that guy who's like, oh, this is what happens when a fake journalist meets a real journalist. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say that, but in a better way. Yeah. Um, Shapiro, he comes from a style of debate, and I think he kind of naturally talks like that, so he does really well in this style of debate. Yeah. Call spread, and that's when you just spit as much shit as you can out. You've seen it. It's like, uh, the USFG will blow... <gasps> <laughs> you've seen those videos yeah 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 and if just, you haven't they just spit shit out and they say like uh like a full fucking manifesto in two minutes yeah and if you haven't look look up spread debate on youtube and you'll see what i'm talking about yeah. um and the point of it is you get out like Instead of getting out three contentions, you get out ten contentions. Yeah. And if the other team doesn't hit five of those contentions, then uh, what is it? Silence is uh, silence is I can't remember. Silence is consent. Yeah. So then you agree with those other five contentions that you didn't hit. Yeah. Um. And Shapiro does this sp- style of debate and talking in which he spits out a lot of shit. Yeah. But when you actually start dissecting exactly and peel away, it doesn't make sense. Just like the people who go, <gasps> yeah, in debate do, yeah. you know? Because if you if you watched it, there was one time where the he wrote a book. Shapiro wrote a book, um, fucking, uh, like how America's angry at each other, and yeah. everything, right? And the point of the interview that the interviewer was going for was you also put out a lot of dumb shit. Like, <laughs> uh, was it the West likes building things, Arabs like bombing things and living in crap. <laughs> and that's almost verbatim. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he gets like, all blah, blah. Yeah. But um, one thing that he did, Andrew Neal did, which was pretty interesting. Yeah. He kept 
Shapiro focused and when you kept him focused and didn't let him like go off yeah he couldn't defend himself so like when Obama won Shapiro made a tweet saying hey if you voted for Obama turn in your Jew card uh (laughs) and uh Andrew Neal said hey listen uh you wrote that tweet yeah and Shapiro goes ah yes well if you see the Jews uh they're actually more atheist then they are Jewish. And I think if you want to be Jewish, you should also embrace the religious aspect to it. And Andrew Dillon's like, no, that's not what you said. You said if you voted for Obama, you should turn in your Jew card. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing to say about that. Well, and that's the th- if you if you're ever like run into a debate where someone's just talking quickly. Yeah parse out the things and that takes practice parse out the things that you know are important yeah and then just focus on those things and then those people can't defend them because they're so used to going in five different directions at once yeah and and that's that's what happened i i I saw a lot of that when they were um the hearings and shit where they fuck who was who test who was brought before congress recently dude fucking everyone right now fucking for the Mueller or something i don't know but they would uh (laughs) <laughs> they would have a, a fuck. Who was it? You could tell this is definitely our area of expertise. Yeah, I listened to it too because we were we were recording the podcast, and uh, no, it wasn't Mueller. Fuck, but it's it, probably for the Mueller report. It was for the Mueller report. The thing is, like, they've brought so many people in to fucking testify before Congress. Yeah, I forget their fucking names. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. But you would be able to tell, like, uh, when they would. Uh, because obviously the Republicans, people that are coming in and testifying before Congress, have are have some sort of conservative ties. Sure. And so you would have all the Republicans in the room, basically trying to defend the person and be like, "Yeah, but this blah 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 blah," and they do that spread thing where they just throw out info. Say as fast as you say can. say as fast as you can. Yeah. Say a bunch of things to divert people from the sh- the matter at hand. Yeah. Then you would have the Democrats over. Uh, on the other side, try and do those things that you were saying, like get to the important parts and stick to those important parts. Right. Then you'd have the person who's getting questioned. They would either respond to the parts or they would divert again. But every time you would see, you would see that. Yeah. The Democrats <laughs> on the side would be like, no, this shit like Ocasio Cortez would be yeah. like, she wouldn't go. She wouldn't stray from her points. Yeah. She'd be like, no, answer exactly. this question. Answer this question. Okay. Now answer this one, answer this one, answer this one. The, de- the Republicans would be like, Blah, blah, blah. Fact, 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 fact. Let's move on. Fact, 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 fact. And they would just do that spread thing. It's like shotgunning speech. It's like pow, everything. The best way to win a debate is like having three good contentions. Yeah. The easiest way is to have ten mediocre to indefensible contentions. Yeah. But if you can't touch all of them, then you win based off of math. Yeah. Um, and Shapiro's good at keeping people when he's the interviewer and he's in charge. He's good at keeping people focused because that's what you do on the defense, yeah, or on offense. But when you're on the defense and your own things are on uh, are on the table, he just lost it. Yeah, you know. Do you ever watch like C-SPAN or any of those no. like Congress stuff? So boring. Because that's where debate really comes in, right? When you're like arguing, when they're arguing legislation, you have to use those skills. Yeah. Do also, you? lawyers. Lawyers, like right? Like when someone's on a murder trial or some just on trial. Yeah. That's a big one. I took a speech class in community college, and I remember certain things from it, like the the fucking 
Yeah, and and I think debate too. I I took a class that had some sort of debate aspect to it, and I I recognize that. Yeah. Every now and then, where I'm all like, oh, that person's just like the spread thing. Like, oh, they're just throwing out information, so you forget the point of this. Again, they don't have anything to say. They don't have anything to back it up yeah. in order for to address the thing that they were asked or to address the topic that they were told to address. And I see that a lot with politicians. Whenever they play shit with like on NPR, I'm like, oh, that person is just yeah. not, does not want to answer the question. Well, also, there's uh, I think uh, the majority report brought this one up. It was I can't remember the name of the rhetorical device. Yeah. But the example that they yeah, had. Yeah, rhetorical devices, that's what they were called. <laughs> like the straw man. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fucking, yeah, yeah. But the um, the example they gave was like, if someone went out there and said, women don't belong in the workplace. Whoa, hey, how can you say that? You back up and you say, well, there are differences between men and women. And now you're not talking about women being in the workplace. You're talking about differences between men and women yeah and you change the subject even though you are still an advocate of women not being in the workplace that's what they, yeah you know and, and that's how you misdirect it's all it's a fucking magic trick that's what that's what i hear on the npr all the time uh, they bring on a, a politician usually a republican like i don't give a fuck about it's all a game after they elected trump it's just like fucking game of thrones but it's actually real life it's always it's never it's, not been a game it's never not been a game but for me is when i was all like oh fuck this i still care but fuck this um were you the guy screaming no yeah i punched a hole through my wall <laughs> no why <laughs> that video is ridiculous uh, but I, I every it's like that they i would hear politicians especially when talking about the Mueller report they'd bring up a republican and he'd be like yeah the Mueller report a lot of it was redacted but i feel like the american people need to move on they want to move on yeah there's coal miners out in arkansas i'm like yeah yes, you're changing is. the subject bitch yeah. i took a speech class i know what this is which listen it's not unfair to say there are more important things to talk about yeah but when you're subpoenaed and you're on trial yeah. you don't get that you don't get to do that you know no because then that's perjury right uh or wait. no as long as you don't lie under oath i guess what's perjury perjury is when you lie under oath yeah so as long as you're not actively lying you're fine and, and again that's lawyers train people especially in like divorce cases to just not lie, but just not say certain not, truths not say, yeah and dance around as, the truth yeah and as long as you don't answer yes or no whatever you know yeah then you can just be like oh and it'd be there's you know where there's a lot of that in game of thrones i know you get the the king's landing scenes or with the inner council and shit and stuff like that fucking baelish and Tyrion and Varys and pycelle just dancing around the truth i think my favorite one of my favorite scenes in game of thrones is when Tyrion tells like three different lies yeah. to three different people to he, find out who the mole yeah. is. That's, that's great. Yeah. It's such season two is so great. Cause it's just Tyrion like fucking around. Yeah. It's great. In, in the end he's a, do you care about who I hear he's a dipshit at the end? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But he like Bran, Bran Stark ends up being the king and then uh Tyrion ends up being hand of the king. Okay. And Bran Stark is not Bran Stark anymore. He's the Three-Eyed Raven. Right. Have you gone that far? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that. So he's not concerned with the ruling because he already knows everything. Yeah, and that's Tyrion. Tyrion is actually the guy that put him there. He was all like, "It, it seems like when the scene was happening, it seemed like one of those presentations that you do for a final. <laughs> it's like Tyrion was in his marketing class. All right, all right, like, <laughs> all right uh." Brand the Broken, he has the best story, and he just like pulled it out of his ass, and everyone was all like, yeah, yeah, you get an A. He had a PowerPoint presentation yeah. <laughs> with clip art. <laughs> with clip art. That's all he needed, really. Yeah. But um, he's able to put Bran on the throne, and then he becomes Hand of the King. Yeah. So in the end, we all know who rules the kingdom, and that, that's the Hand, right? Yeah. The king says, oh, yeah, do this, do that. Bran has no interest in ruling because he's basically not human. He's the three-eyed raven. He's yeah. the Westeros' walking computer database. Yeah. And that's why also they put him on the throne because he's not going to father any children. Well, that way you don't have people like Joffrey or Daenerys coming up and being all crazy. And or shit. the Mad King. Or the Mad King, the yeah. Like, he's super wise. Yeah. And so Tyrion's a guy that's that's uh, basically ruling King's Landing now. And people, I guess, don't realize that, that Tyrion, it ha- it, he's the guy that got the Iron Throne. Yeah. The dragon burns the Iron Throne in the end. Okay. Just letting you know that because he blames it, I guess. Yeah. And his dragon head for Daenerys' death. And that's why he torches it. That's what people are saying on the internet. But Tyrion a- ends up winning, I feel. Because he gets all the power. And in the end, that's what he wanted. He wanted to serve. Yeah. And he should serve. Well, because he loves the game. He loves it. He that's loves like the game. Season one, episode one, he's like, I fucking love this. Yeah. This that's is like, my he's favorite. like, this is my shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it in the end. I heard he became like a bad hand at some point. Yeah, for Daenerys. Yeah, because I, I heard, I saw one of those dumb Steven Crowder memes. Yeah. It was like Tyrion became stupid after he quit getting laid to change my <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Baelish is another one of those guys that you see do those like rhetoric tricks and shit. Is that the eunuch? No, that's Varys. Oh. Baelish is the guy that uh, betrays Ned season one where he, oh, he turns out right. he's all like, oh, you shouldn't have trusted me. Oh, little hand, L- little finger, little finger. Yeah. I was thinking little hand, the the brothel guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like episode three. Yeah. Or something. It's all, it him. was always cool. I, I there's this there's this scene in a uh, season six where uh, or season seven. I think that's when the, he he lives up to season seven. Spoilers. Where he talks to Sansa about like uh, how he comes up with outcomes. Yeah. And how, like, yeah. everything is happening all at the same time to yeah. him. Like, oh, the horrible outcome's happening, the best outcome's happening, the medium outcome's happening. It's all happening in my head. That's That way I'm not surprised by anything. And I'm all like, oh, shit, you're fucking evil, Littlefinger, but that makes sense. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. That's good advice. It is. He also says, uh, I expect the worst out of people yeah. and then work my way backwards. And that bit Shapiro in the ass. <laughs> Because he walked into a conserv what is a conservative interview. Yeah. And it's like, you're a leftist. Yeah. And that's the point where Andrew Neal's like, y- you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you have no idea who I am, do you? Because he's hated by the left in yeah. uh, the UK. So I-, I don't know how you lose an interview, but he did. How do you think Ben Shapiro would do in Game of Thrones? What would happen to him? <sighs> he. Um, He'd get killed off pretty quick. Yeah, I he'd think probably get his head chopped off or something. Here's the thing. I, I follow more, like, I don't follow, but I'm interested in the, like, conservative internet movement. Yeah. Just because they're more interesting. Alt-right or just every, the Dude, whole it, thing it's all under the fucking, sun? 
I'm talking like the Shapiro, Prager, um, Crowder yeah. people, and I I hate all of them, but I think they're more interesting because they each have personalities that all fit into this wheel because they're all like friends and they go on each other's yeah. shows and everything. Um, but I think their biggest issue of them not winning is that they uh, have morals, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, right? Yeah. And they don't know how to um, how to properly debate and properly win an argument. Yeah. You know, I don't know where I was going with that. Do you think, though, that they uh, they actually Ben Shapiro believes what he's saying, right? Um, Is that like the, the main fault with him? That's the thing. A, a lot of these I can't tell. I know PragerU is funded by the Wilkes brothers, which are like run by big oil i get a lot of um ads from prager you it's awful and it's awful and i'm i i, I whenever i get an ad from prager you when i'm watching a, a youtube video i'm yeah. all like why is this happening like why i'm a pretty liberal person yeah i'm really liberal but i realize the reason why they're sending me prager you ads is because i watch a lot of joe rogan and joe rogan in some dat- databases i think or some people consider him to be somewhat alt-right. Like alt-right. He also brings in people like Shapiro, yeah. Crowder, uh, Peterson. And he's not. He says it too on his podcast. He's not alt-right. He's really liberal. But yeah. people have classified him as like a guy that's on the right. Sure. I mean, I've I've gotten PragerU ads on videos that were debunking PragerU ads. Yeah. Oh, shit. But it's... Okay. So then I guess the algorithm is... Yeah. It's so fucked up. But yeah. it, like it, it's screwing over everyone. But the... um. For me, again, it's not a me having, like, beliefs thing. You can believe in whatever you want. It's just when you look at their arguments and their logic, one thing doesn't lead to another. Yeah. You know? It's like that South Park of the underwear gnomes where they (laughs) steal underwear. Yeah. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Profit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I I think... Some of these people really do believe in what they believe in, and, and that's why I don't, I don't hate these people because yeah. ultimately they're trying to be, they're trying to do the right. They're thing. They're trying to do the right thing, and I guess better the world by and advocating for their belief, advo- advocating for their beliefs. And they're wrong, and I think they're making the world a worse place. Yeah, but and if for no other reason than just having shoddy logic. Yeah, and just hey, believe me, basically. Yeah, because if I I. W- I watch a lot of PragerU because I don't do debate anymore. Yeah. So I like to have this back and forth, this this debate against Prager do in you, my head that I win that I win every like, time. Do you miss like going to to events and like having that at ha- flexing that skill? Debate uh, has become bullshit because it was all it was all spread. Yeah. It turned into spread and topicalities. But it sounds like you, you like that mental exercise I do. of pointing out somebody's argument and being like, okay, this is why it's flawed. And that's why I do like that. That's why every month or so I'll go visit my old gotcha. debate. My coach lives in Burbank, so he told me to hit him up anytime that do I'm it, down man. there. Um, he, it, but it's, I, I do like that because I find it, I grew up on that. Yeah. I, I was taught, I, and I was a bad debater. I think I'm a, a better coach than I am a debater. Yeah, if that makes sense. Some that makes sense. Like so, with, with sports, some people are better coaches than they are players. Yeah, but the people who taught me, the first guy, he was he ranked like number two in the nation. Yeah, like he made 
certain things that people still use in debate today. Like, um, back back when he was debating, people were like, blah, 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 N-word. <laughs> blah, 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 faggot, right? Wow. And that's shit that was, like, in, like, resolution every once in a while. Yeah. Like, some, maybe not on that level, but shit like that would wind up in the resolution. Yeah. And so he created this thing called the critique, which means, hey, I'm going to lose this debate, but we have to talk about this thing because ultimately what we say about Syria isn't going to change anything, but yeah. how we use language and view the world will when we leave this round. Yeah. Uh, and now people use it as, hey, I should win this debate because I'm critiquing <laughs> the resolution or, yeah, uh, fuck fuck Syria. We're going to talk about healthcare. It sounds like it's gone kind of meta. Yeah, it has. Not, and there are more... And that way, it's it's like completely altered and, I guess, in your opinion, destroyed, like... Good debate. In a yes, <laughs> I, and like I'm sitting on my ivory tower. Yeah, not debating, <laughs> only winning one or two tournaments. Yeah, like never doing that well. Um, looking over this, but that's and I agree with you because I've I've listened to podcasts about like debates and they've played recordings and I don't understand how that counts as a as a cohesive argument. The way that they present it, the way right. that they shout at the top of their lungs. I don't know. It just doesn't seem doesn't seem valid. <laughs> and it's they might be spouting facts, but they they look like idiots. For w- one thing that I saw when you asked me whether Prager Shapiro or whatever, would, yeah, like when how they would do um, one debate. I remember seeing. I, I was watching my friend do a a final debate, and they flipped a coin or whatever, and the uh, the topic was on pornography. Yeah, and this kid, he was on the side that he had to defend pornography. Well, he came from a Christian like institution or whatever. So it was hard for him. Well, it was hard for him and he said, "Listen, I'm not going to advocate for something. I'm not going to leave my beliefs. I'm not going to like let go of my beliefs in order to win this debate, but the point of debate isn't to l- destroy your beliefs. Yeah. It's to advocate for the opposite of your beliefs so that you understand your own beliefs better. Yeah. And that's why Shapiro and Prager and Crowder, I don't think will ever actually be good debaters. Cause one time Prager, who's like this wise guy went up against anyone who was worth anything was when he was against Christopher Hitchens yeah. who fucking mopped the floor with him. Cause Hitchens is a genius. RIP Christopher. Hitchens. Yeah. He was an I, asshole too. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I I would watch back then when I when I was in high school I was I was a I was like a heavy atheist when I was in high school and I would go oh, into, <laughs> I would go into Bible club and I would argue with the people in Bible club that's the kind of asshole I was back in the day and I would watch a lot of Christopher Hitchens videos and he was just sly guy he yeah. would throw, he would like present his argument and then throw in like a little joke in there yeah. like a little remark to be like fuck you but it was all right because it was him you know he was charming like that. But that's like so instead of seeing the other because the best way to learn your own arguments is to fight against them. Yeah. And this kid was not willing to expand his horizon. That's what I to learned, do that. too, in, in, in speech. And I think it was an English class where I, I learned those rhetoric devices. It's like we would talk about like debate and stuff where it's like when you're in a debate, it's not so much that you're you're arguing for something that you believe in. It's just it's just those skills. Yeah. It's like those set of skills of being able to prove that something is true yeah. and valid. 
because and, and I came from a school of debate where the coach would be like, there were two kids. One thought video games should be a sport, like whole. Yeah, like he wanted it. The other one fucking hated it. He's like, all right, kid, who wants these games to be a sport? You're going to argue why it shouldn't be. Yeah, and vice versa. And that's that's where I came from, which is why I I'm looking at a lot of these people who have these steadfast beliefs. Yeah, and they just can't articulate they articulate them well yeah because they're good speakers and their job is to talk for three hours a yeah. day but if you come up against anyone like an andrew neal or christopher hitchens it's never going to work for you yeah well i i think what happens is just those people they had their beliefs and they were just saying it in a certain way and like ben shapiro the way that he would say things in a certain way it got him traction it got him somewhat known yeah. right also as <laughs> Though I promised myself I wasn't going to do this. Yeah. He debated against college students, like college freshmen who've never spoken publicly oh, before. okay. A lot of those fucking Shapiro Rex, a college student. Yeah. It's like at a Q&A session of like, why is abortion bad? Well, it's killing babies. And like that's like that's him wrecking someone. Yeah. You know? So, okay, I get it. Same thing with Steven Crowder. He has this thing called Change My Mind. And it's a good idea and concept, but that, he, that is that that's where the meme comes from. That's right? where the meme comes from. It's a good meme, <laughs> um, but that's he comes up, he goes to a college, and asks passersby to gun control or yeah. whatever. He's like, I think the Second Amendment should be protected at all costs. Change my mind, and some college student who's might never have spoken publicly before goes against a guy who has fucking binders like this. Yeah. And it's just mismatched. So it's not a change my mind. It's him schooling college students yeah. who just, if I walked past someone right now, and I did debate for seven years, if I walked past someone without knowledge of the foreknowledge, I probably would do pretty poorly because I'm not fucking prepared. Gotcha. I didn't leave my house thinking that I was going to be in a debate today. So you these know? guys are in some way debate bullies. In a way, I mean, where they take advantage of the people that they're debating because they they're nice about it. But yeah, like because uh, Crowder for everything, he's pretty respectful to people. Yeah, never once he's not a lot <laughs> of times, but face to face, he's all right. But it sounds like Shapiro and Crowder put themselves in situations where they can't they lose. they can they can't lose. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's how they build their brand. Nice. Okay, yeah. I see you now. And that's why I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what time is it? It's uh, a minute and nine seconds. Uh, I mean, an hour and nine minutes. <laughs> Whoa, what a long... What a, what a short podcast. All right, let's do this. Let's do <laughs> Um, Let's do a quick uh, chapter of uh, My Immortal. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, just so I can finish this page. Chapter 20. Uh, last time, dude, I don't even know. Fucking, I could tell you every storyline that happened in Sonic High School. I really don't know what's I going don't, on I can't in follow the storyline either. I think because it's not, it's kind of bizarre, but not. Nothing happens. All they do is go to a, they go to fucking shows and dress up. <laughs> it, it is. I was talking to my friend who turned me on to this. It's the same story. Chapter after chapter after chapter. Yeah. That's why it's whatever. At least with, uh, I think the only running plot line that they have that they sometimes reference is that 
Voldemort's trying to kill somebody. And Voldemort's trying to kill Draco. Draco for yeah. some reason. <laughs> and that's it. Which doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Vol- like, Draco is the son of someone who works for Voldemort. Yeah. All right. Chapter 20. Author's note. I said denote cur what you think. <laughs> that was the sentence. Stoff flamen okay preps one fangs to raven for the help one oh yeah btw it'll be on vacation in transylvania for the next three days so do not expect updates <laughs> i won't expect updates do you think she was actually in transylvania or do you i think i think so she's just on vacation uh, I think she she okay. I, I believe she was on vacation. I don't think she went to Transylvania. I think I, she I maybe agree. she went to like Hershey, Pennsylvania, or something. Like like, like fucking that. or like or even Hawaii, Hawaii or something. Maui. And know? she's like, no, because I'm a goth. I, I can't go. To, I can't go to Hawaii. And that's why she has no up updates. Wait, did I, you? I actually got to update my computer, and I update all my apps <laughs> on my phone. Updates it. Updates it. Um. You said some guy from Lost hated living in Hawaii? Yeah, the guy that played Mr. Echo, he hated living in Hawaii. And uh, the reason why he hated it, because he, he was English, so yeah. he was used to, Oh, like, he did not, okay. He didn't like, like the heat and stuff. And also, his parents died within, like, uh, I think his dad died, and then his mom died soon after. So he was just like, I don't want to be in Hawaii. Oh, and that's so they context. Him off. Yeah. Okay, that, that's the context. Yeah. Well, oh. That happens sometimes, and that's what ruins shows. No, I know, I know, yeah. yeah. Or seasons of shows. <laughs> I remember, uh, real quick, I remember Dallas, someone like wanted to leave the show, so they killed him off. Yeah. And then he was gone for a season, but then he's like, oh, I want to come back. And then he brought him back. <laughs> so that season <laughs> was a dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who shot JR? I think, I, I think that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the storyline. All day I wondered what the surprise was. Meanwhile, I pot on a black letter mini, a black corset with purple lace stuff all over it, and black gothic compact boots. MCR were gong to do the concert again, since Volksmort had taken over the last one. I slipped my wrist while I moshed to MCR in my bedroom all night. That sounds like something that's very cumbersome. <laughs> You're like, yeah! And then how can you mosh if you're by yourself? Isn't the whole idea of moshing is you're with other people and shoving other people and punching other people? <laughs> this bitch. Uh, feeling excited. Suddenly someone knocked on the door while I was trying on some black clothes and moshing to fang you for the venom. I got all mad and turned it of. But sacredly, I hopped inside that it was Draco so we could do it again. What the fucking hell are you doing? What's wrong? Oh, shit. Who do you... Th- oh. Oh. So it's not Draco. It's Who not do Draco? you think she was screaming at? Is it Vampire? I or? shouted angrily. I'll give you one more guess. Okay. Two more guesses. Two more guesses? Okay. Not Vamp. Was it Dumbledore? Mm. Snap? 
It was Lupin. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I was about to say Lupin, too. I was about to say, fuck. Go on. Are you going to come rape me or what? I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> I was allowed to say that because Dumbledore had told us all to be careful around him and Snap since he was a pet pedo. So, hang on. So, kids, your teachers are pedophiles. Yeah. Stay away from Stay them. Stay away from them. But they're still your teachers. They're still your teachers. So, so respect sh- them. And show up to class. <laughs> no. Act Shelly, in parentheses, get it, hell. What? <laughs> Can I please borrow some condoms? He growled angrily. Oh, I didn't do a lupin. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So you can fuck your six-year-old girlfriend, huh? Fuck. I sharted sarcastic. I sharted. <laughs> oh, no. I, did I say I sharted? Yeah. She spelled shouted correctly. That's my bad. I shouted sarcastically. Fucker, he said, going away. <laughs> or, excuse me, fucker. Uh, well, anyway, I put on black eye shadow black eyeliner and some black lipstick and white foundation then i went this is really like this story is basically fucking it's over and over again she describes what makeup she puts on the black makeup that she puts on it's always black yeah it's like you don't have to describe what you put on we we get it you're a goth give us some plot then i went then i gasped snake and lupin were in the middle of the empty hall doing it and Dobby was watching. Oh, shit. They were doing each other? That's crazy. Why did I, they need I condoms? Always, I don't know. You never know, dude. Lupin's a werewolf. That's true. I heard that uh, werewolfism is a sexually transmit, transmitted disease. Is he a werewolf or is he a lichen? Aren't they the same thing? No. Isn't I'll... lichen only for Underworld, the movie with uh, the movies with Kate Beckinsale? I thought lichen can like control... What like when you turn into a, a a wolf, but like werewolves, it's he, when he can't control. Yeah, so so he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Yeah, he's a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Oh my god, you ludicrous idiot! They both shooted angrily when they saw me, but they're in the hallway. Yeah, like you can't get mad. At... And they're having sex out in the hallway. Yeah, that's yeah. Dobby ran away crying. Was Do- has Dobby been in this story? No, at this all? is the oh, first okay. time we see Dobby. Day got up though. Normally, I would have been turned on, uh, in parentheses, I love seeing guys do it, oh. in parentheses, but both of them were fucking preps, <laughs> parentheses, BTW, Snake is moved to Gryffindor now, what? in parentheses. Why? Why did that happen? I don't know. Okay. Oh, it's good to have an author oh, he, explain that. He's a prep. That's why. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. WTF, is that why you wanted condoms? I asked sadistically in parentheses, see, I spelled that. <laughs> did she spell sadistically correctly? She did, but that doesn't make sense. Like, that's not what sadistic is, is no, it? No, it's not. No. All right, um... Only you wouldn't give them to me. Lumpkin shouted angrily. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you should have told me I replayed. Mm, you damn went. Snake began to shoot angrily. And then, dot, 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 I took out my black camera and took a pic of them. You could see that they were naked and everything. Why did they get up and not put clothes on? I don't know. Like, when you're caught naked, yeah. do you just stand there? Uh... I, I would imagine my the first thing I do is cover up my parts. Yeah. 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 And then look for my clothes. So, yeah. Uh, so, both of them are shouting, so I can't do an accent. Well, excuse me, they both shouted angrily. What was that all about? It was to blackmail you, I snarked. Oh. So, now, next time you see me doing it with my boyfriend, you can't fucking rat me out, or I'll show this to Dumbledore. So... <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good I've one. I've never heard that one before. No, I haven't either. Yeah. So fuck off, you bastards. I started to run. They chased me, but I threw my wound at them, and they tripped over it. <laughs> her wound. <laughs> her, her, her wrist wound, right? Because she's always cutting her wrist. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Just throw her scab. Do you get a scab if you if you cut your wrists? I don't know. We should ask someone. We should ask someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it when I get home. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Report back next week. I will. If you're, you know, if you can. Yeah, if I can. Uh, if not, uh, Kenny Brown will be yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's an adventure with Victor and Kenny Brown. <laughs> uh, they chased me, but I threw my wound at them, and they tripped over it. Well, anyway, I went outside, and there was a vampire looking extremely fucking hot. <laughs> WTF, where'd Draco? I asked him. Oh, he's being a fucking bastard. He told me he wouldn't come. And she spelled come, C-U-M. Oh, wow. Vampire said, shaking his head, you want to come, C-U-M, with me to the concert? Then, dot, 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 he showed me his flying car. <laughs> Chicks oh, love wow. cars. I gasped. It was a black car. Oh. He said his dog father, his dog. <laughs> Sirius Black, had given it to him. The license plate on the front said MCR666 on it. Oh, he's hardcore. <laughs> so Sirius Black an MCR fan? Yeah, I guess. You didn't know that? No, I guess I didn't know. He's a big MCR fan. The one on the back said Enabi on it. <laughs> I gasped. We flew to the concert hall. MCR were there, playing. Vampire and I began to make out, moshing to the music. <laughs> I, I gasped, looking at the band. How Again, like, what the fuck does she think moshing is? I don't know. Because moshing is pushing and sometimes elbowing and sometimes punching people. Yeah. You can't make you out can't make while you're out. moshing. You can't slit wrists. No. Because that's like... Not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> what if she? What if somebody's moshed so hard he's he or she has slit his wrist, her or her wrist? Why would they have a knife? Don't they like pat you down? What if they uh, they're just you know moshing and stuff, and they get caught up in somebody's chain oh, or okay, keys or up against the wall? Oh, and they like. If they were really punk, they'd keep on moshing until they true. died. Until they died, yeah. Yeah. No, you 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 got a point there, I my friend. Got a point. I got a point. Unlike Ben Shapiro. <laughs> look! Look! Boom! Hey! Um, I almost had an orgasm. Oh, Gerard was so fucking hot. <laughs> he began to sing Helena, 
and his sexa beautiful voice began to fill the hall. Dot 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 dot, and then I heard some crying. I turned and saw Draco crying in a corner. What a bitch! End of chapter twenty. Oh. So we're not even halfway done with the series. <laughs> um, there's forty four there- chapters. We barely finished twenty. Oh shit! Oh shit! It's about to rain. That's some thunder, dude. Thunder. Uh, 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 thunder. thunder. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Man, at least with Sonic High School, there was some. There were arcs. There wasn't one Truly. main plot, but there were arcs. Like there was, there were chapters that cut covered certain storylines. All these chapters are just them going to shows. Well, and, and not only were there arcs, but like things that came up, like when uh fucking shadow found the chaos emeralds yeah like that came back in the final chapter yeah i wonder came if back. well we're not there yet you know well maybe it'll all come together yeah yeah maybe we don't know i <laughs> think we should uh commission dark doom firemaster and whoever who who writes this again a woman by the name of tara gillespie tara gillespie we should email them contact them and then commission them to to write their own game of thrones fan oh fiction. Right, they should be the ones to on the change.org ch- fix chapter seven they and gotta eight. They got to fix chapter seven, chapter eight, and they got to throw in just because they got to throw in Ben Shapiro in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They also, honestly, I thought fucking um, chapter eight was going to end with Ant Man entering <laughs> Jon Snow's ass. Jon Snow's ass. And then expanding. And expanding. <laughs> and then he eats the Iron Throne and yeah. he's big. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Tyrion was a giant in uh, Infinity yeah. War? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Remember when uh when fucking uh Jamie Lannister fucking uh he came in through that circle that Doctor Strange uh manifested? Yeah. Came in and uh had sex with uh Scarlet No, I'm I'm done. Okay, I was I tried to make a whole riff there and then it, it went nowhere. Remember when Jamie Lannister was in uh like a prison movie and immediately got stabbed <laughs> and raped? <laughs> what prison movie was he in? Dude, okay, this is serious. All right, before we leave, what's what's the actor's name? Jamie Lannister. He's like Costo something. Costa. Nikolai something. Is he Russian? Uh Nikolaj Koster Waldu. There you go. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Uh, sorry. Give me. Can For you sure. just? Uh, I remember my favorite part of Endgame was when Jamie Jamie Lannister came in, and uh, he uh, he he disintegrated because he was on Thanos' side. I would he be on Thanos' side? I think he would. What's up with Jamie Lannister? That guy deserved a better ending. I wanted uh, Ant Man two to end because it's all about finding Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I wanted it to end because at the end everyone's like, "Oh, happy and shit." Um, I wanted it to end where everyone around her dies, <laughs> so she's alone. Yeah, <laughs> again, she's like, "No, no, no!" Oh, shot caller—that's what it's called. Yeah, he was in a movie from 2017 called Shot Caller. Uh, he goes to prison and almost immediately gets shanked. <laughs> like it doesn't happen. Like that doesn't happen yeah. at all. Maybe yeah. it does, but like no, not like. You're not the first day, and you don't get like no. Shiv, do you? I mean, it takes you a while. I people have to. I think like when you when you first go to jail, people 
they they size you up, right? Yeah. They look at you and I'm all like, okay, let me see. Are you a, can you be my bitch or are you some muscles? Can you yeah. join my gang? Because there's gangs in prison. So either you're a, you're someone's bitch or you join a gang. Yeah. That's why Charlie Manson had the swastika on his forehead. That's true. Yeah. So uh, we should get out of here. We should. What Was this a good episode? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. We talked a, l- a lot about things. <laughs> oh, I think we went de- in depth when it came to certain things, especially debate. We talked yeah. a lot about debate. Because like, I, I know that you do debate and you've yeah. done debate. And I just wanted to know like the specifics of like what made, what about debate had, what interested Victor in debate? Like the whole, your motives behind it. I want to do because like I don't know how to talk to people personally. So when I do like behind a mic. Yeah. It's the only time I could get my ideas out there. Gotcha. Yeah. You need, you need the, the, the separation, the separation. Yeah. I get you. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, this wasn't the funniest episode. I don't no, think. No, it wasn't. I think it's, it's, it's very, very dense. Yeah. And it has a lot of things that, uh, a lot of deep things, a lot of deep things, a lot of info, yeah. a lot of things that we care about. We care about debate in Game of Thrones. Yeah. My but, favorite part of Endgame was when Jamie Lannister, uh, came in and he became Wong. Do you like that? He became a fat little Asian the guy. The Asian guy? Yeah. No, but it's like when uh, John Wayne was uh, Genghis Khan. It, it's, still oh, yeah. ju- it's still just... <laughs> or like when Char- Charlton Heston played a Mexican in uh, A Touch of Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's still just Jamie Lannister. It's just still Jamie Lannister. He's just Wong. Yeah. And he still has a golden hand. Yeah. He's doing circles, portal circles with the golden hand. <laughs> All right, we got to get out here. Uh, my name is Victor right. My name is Daniel Farias. Peace. Peace. My favorite part of Endgame was when Jamie Lannister ended the podcast. Oh.